Konnichiwa. And howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. And welcome to Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. Oh, and we have so much great sumo to talk about this week because we're in the middle of the July Basho and it is so good. It is. It is really awesome to watch. Although I will say we were on vacation last week, so I'm still in that vacation mode where you just like kind of float from thing to thing. And so like at night I'll watch it, but I'm not first thing in the morning, like watching it like I normally am, which is crazy because it's that sort of tournament. That's really exciting. It's not primary in your life right now? Is that what you're no, saying? No, it's not. Mainly because I also hurt my back somehow. I was, I, you were there. It was like Easter and I did a headstand with my nephew. And like every time I'm looking down at my computer, however I'm watching, it just kills my neck. So I'm walking around with a very stiff neck and, uh, or I'm lying down and watching sumo. So that's why I'm usually watching it at night. Oh, yeah. okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yes. It makes so much sense. Sorry, you're feeling bad. <laughs> I'm not feeling bad. <laughs> I'm just like walking around very stiffly. I feel like maybe a, a sumo wrestler. Like I've had a bout with, I don't know, Paco or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you wouldn't. Well, I don't know. If so I was much up I against can say right Pacaho, now. I definitely would be injured the next day. Yeah. You know who I feel like? What? Because my injury it wasn't this bad. But Takayasu. I feel, no, Takakesho with his neck injury. Oh, yeah. You well, know? Did you have jolts of energy? Well, I know when I did it. Electricity, rather? I didn't have electricity. I just know I was like, that's not right. But it sure was fun to do a headstand with my nephew. Oh, <laughs> Well, then three months later, and I'm like, I can't move. He needs six weeks of bed rest. And oh, then... man, I hope not. I'm getting an MRI tomorrow. I've got physical therapy. I mean, I'm going to attack this injury Good. like a sumo wrestler. Good. I'll be like back on the doyo in a month. Well, it didn't stop you from making your jam last night. It didn't. If there's a newsflash, this is it. Okay. I made jam. And not just jam. <laughs> I made peach jam. Georgia peach jam. I know. Yeah. It was good. These are some damn good peaches. Like they as were. far as peaches go, these are primo peaches. You know what? It was really tasty, but everybody who walked through was like, that's so pretty. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's bright yellowy orange. I'm going to put a picture of it online because it's stunning i say we should put a picture online of the peach jam that you made <laughs> and the t-shirt that came in for our, our worst, worst card. bingo card winner so basically what i'm saying is we got some bingo prizes and we cannot wait to send them out because kachikoshis are starting to roll in it is day nine we have two kachikoshis thus far and they are who we all thought they would be. And it feels so right. And it feels so good. But now the <laughs> questions are who's going to be coming in next? And who are we going to send that jam to? I don't know. It could be anyone anywhere. But I hope your cards are hot and ready. And you are about to let us know when you bingo. Hot and ready. Hot just, and ready. Just like Hakaho. Hot and ready. Hot and ready. Oh, can Did I? Did we even do a newsflash? That just... was your newsflash. Okay. Well, we didn't have the music for it. So here's the music. Okay, that was post newsflash <laughs> music. <laughs> Can I do a thank you? 
Absolutely. I want to do a thank you to Chris Kettle Frisbee and Cole, who both sent us some coffee. So nice. So lovely. If you also, don't know what coffee is, they're not sending us coffee, coffee. I, although I do love coffee. It's a donation, <laughs> like to buy us a cup of coffee. It helps go towards our expenses. Yeah. Website, domain, mailing, uh, all that sort mail of boring admin stuff, you know. You didn't even hear my mail Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> didn't even I just sailed right over top because I also... I want to give a thank you to Rob Lunsford, who offered some really nice compliments over email. Just when things like that come in, I'm so grateful. I'm just so happy to have found this community that's listening to us. I know. And I just still think it's kooky and wild and amazing that you're listening to two (laughs) sisters sitting in a closet in Texas talking about sumo. We're in our studio. We're back in our studio. We're back in our studio closet. You know what I love from our listener? What? W.G. Franklin. He sent me a picture and it's real weird. It's legitimately a picture of Musashi Maru and he's wearing a wig and he is in his mawashi but with he's fake tattoos right? with fake tattoos and he is sumo wrestling a very hot woman scantily also, clad scantily clad also with tattoos bare breasted yep it has like kind of definitely has a vibe it has a vibe yeah but it's hard to tell it's him but then if you look close you're like no this is him this is definitely him these are the that things I appreciate that was a job that he just had to do I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> Fake wrestling with a naked, beautiful woman. Yeah, with in a, a topless woman in a mawashi. I'm sure he was like, oh, I don't know. You got to pay me double for that. <laughs> Such is the life of a sumo wrestler. Shall we jump into our sumo? When last we talked, it was day two. We're just getting started. So day three, what was your takeaway from day three? What did you love? Oh, man. I actually had a lot to say about day three. Chiyomaru versus Ura. That was like a really interesting one to watch in slow motion. Mainly? Mainly because the, the slow motion looked like it was full speed. Like you could see how quickly Ura advanced on Chiyomaru. And it was just so lightning fast, so fast, really, that you could see it in regular speed and slow-mo. It was crazy. And Ura won that after this stall out, but he quickly advanced on Chiyomaru. What are you laughing at? I'm, I'm, go ahead and finish your description, then I'll tell you. He just advanced Chiyomaru backwards and out. And it was a Yorikiri win for Ura, but um, it was fun. Okay, what I remember about that fight was the slow motion and Ura coming up from below on Chiyomaru and like pushing all of that flesh Cleavage? Yeah, well, yeah, he like got the whole top half of his body and pushed it up towards his face. So it was like all this flesh up top around Mr. Sumo's face that was just like, wow, that is a flesh fest and I love it. He does have a very round face. (laughs) It was delightful to see it. It kind of looked like the Stay Puff yes. Marshmallow Man. Yeah, all squeezed up like he was trying to squeeze through something. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was fun times. Yeah. I did not enjoy seeing Tochi Notion versus Kageyaki because he just clearly has nothing left in the tank. Hey, oh, but, oh, but, have you noticed? Oh, but he has no Band-Aid on his butt. So maybe that was his superpower. Yes, and we didn't and we've know removed it. it. He's removed it so he can't do sumo anymore. <laughs> Remember, oh, so many ages ago, we were saying we have never seen him fight without the Band-Aid on maybe his butt. Maybe it's a superstition. And Exactly. He needs to put the Band-Aid back on. Put it back on. So that he can win. Bless his heart. I was kind of amazed at his, like, flesh. Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but his bare <laughs> bottom. 
<laughs> it's a little bumpy. I've noticed. There's just, it but is a little bumpy. I was wondering how much I stare at his butt. I stare at all their butts. I do too. Well, how can you not? I know. Their butts are on display. Yeah. How can you not? And they're lovely. It's perfect. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Takata Fuji versus Aoyama. Okay. So Takata Fuji, I love. He has really incredible footwork. He was shuffling all around in this match. It was just so impossible for Aoyama to move him. He was in a defensive position. He ends up throwing a beautiful Sukunage throw, and Aoyama was beat. It was pretty, pretty sumo from Takata Fuji, who was very patient. He always is. And he waited. I mean, he just waited for Aoyama to tire. And then, you know, took a number of Aoyama's big blows without it affecting him. And he yep. had really, really good focus. And so it was a beautiful beltless arm throw. And that, I enjoyed that match a lot. I did too. And I I also loved it because it is truly his brand of sumo. It is his style to just stand up and absorb whatever is coming at him and not move and then wear them down. Just go for the belt. Take as much time as you need to be able to get the stance that you want. Yeah. And then pull a throw like that. And yeah. it was gorgeous. Plus, Aoyama seems like he's three times his size. I know he's not, but he's a big man. And it was a gorgeous throw of a big man. And I'm always pro <laughs> throws of big men. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. It's like monster trucks. It's, it's very oh, exciting. Gosh, yes. Okay, Okinoumi versus oh, Hoshoryu. You had several on this day. I that did. You loved. I well, okay. I mean, before I talk about Fuji versus Takanosho, but Okinoumi versus Hoshoryu, I could not believe how well Okinoumi stayed on his feet with yeah. all of these throw attempts from Hoshoryu, and he ended up winning it. And he just tired out Hoshoryu, which you don't always see, but he was also really patient. He placed a lovely throw on Hoshoryu. It was a Makio Toshi win for Okinomi, which is a twist down. So I thought that was really, really nice. And then the last one that I want to talk about is Ted and Fuji versus Takanosho. That's my favorite fight of the day. Go for it. I love many of the fights that you already mentioned, but the Takanosho versus Terunofuji fight, I was looking forward to because Takanosho has a 4-2 history of wins, mm-hmm. a, a recent wins against Terunofuji. So he's a tough competitor for Terunofuji. I didn't know what was going to happen between those two. As as I've been watching Terunofuji fight, I'm like, oh, there are several people that come up that I'm like, oh, this guy might be a kryptonite. And Takanosho is one of those. Right. So Although he's like a very nice looking... Kryptonite. Yeah, a He's nice round so ball of kryptonite. I, if there's any of them that I want to snuggle. I, I mean, yeah. it's him. It's I mean, him. I know Chiyomaru is like a close second, but I think that he's just... He, he'd just be so sweet. We'd play video games. We'd just snuggle in bed. It would be just so innocent. We'd have we'd PJs on. Feed each other marshmallows. No, there's no marshmallows. Oh. Um, sorry. That's just not in my <laughs> dream. Not in your cuddle drinks. No, we have milkshakes. Oh, two straws. uh, Two straws. Yeah. Yeah. He just seems like a nice guy to have a slumber party with. But yeah, absolutely. He also is a great wrestler. Yes. This was a tough match for Terano Fuji. It was a long, long match. And at one point they went head to head. You know, I I never really fully understand what's happening in those head to head battles when they go forehead to forehead or top of the head against top of the head. But it seems like a way to know exactly where your partner is and to take a breather and both of you are trying to get as low as possible. Whatever is going on there, they ended up in that position. And Terunofuji really did some smart sumo. 
um, he got in that position and they were kind of like doing handsy sumo. And then Terunofuji just pulled Takanosho's wrist and pulled this beautiful throw from that position. It was a different kind of win for Terunofuji. He likes to wrap people up and take them out by the belt. But it signaled to me that he is open to changing his style of sumo to whatever it needs to be, depending yeah. on who he's meeting. Well, in that technique, the kaina hinieri, that's not when you see. And it looked to me like a recipe for a wrist break, <laughs> quite honestly. Yeah, and afterwards, Takanosho kind of like <laughs> was moving around his wrist like, did he just break it? Yeah, he <laughs> just pulled me a, over by the wrist. Yeah, I mean, it's a two-handed arm twist down. I was like, when was the last time he saw that? That's like something a kid would do to another kid. Like just or grab what him you by did the hand. to me as a no, child. I never pulled the, what's it called? Kaina hinieri. Kaina well, hinieri. No, we're saying it wrong because we're No, no, we should just stop. It's an unusual one. And say it one more time for me. In case you want to cut out all of that. <laughs> or just have two women who can't pronounce it correctly just bastardize their way through it. Yeah, we try. We do our best. Also, day three, Takayasu was back in action and he won. Yeah, and he's still looking great. Okay, then, um... Day four, you know, for me, there were two fights. There were really, there was lots of great sumo, but two fights where the people who won, won by the hair on their chinny chin chin. And they were the last two of the day, the Fuji versus Daesho and Hakaho versus Takanosho. Those, for me, are the only ones I want to talk about on day four. What about you? Oh, well, I thought Wakataka Kage versus Shodai. It was a very easy win for Wakataka Kage. He just out-sumoed Shodai, if that's a verb. I don't know. So Shodai was not a big fan of this loss, obviously, but this is the third time to be defeated by Wakataka Kage. Mm. And Wakataka Kage showed that he deserves to be in Sanyaku. He's just simply focused and forward movement from this match, from the Tachiai. It was an Oshidashi win for Wakataka Kage. Shodai was just beat. And I don't know if this was just an off day for Shodai because we know that like it's every other day with him. It, or nothing, there's, there's no fire under his under his butt. Or an off day for Wakataka Kage, because he has not won very many. This is one of his few wins thus far. Well, he looked good. And I <laughs> I noticed. I was like, I like that guy. <laughs> That's funny, because in our last episode, you said something like, Shodai's more aggressive. And he, he showed was. up. He was showing it for the first two days, and then he went off and, like, pouted for three days. And he's back to ho-hum. I guess I've got to do sumo today. Man, you are tough And then later, but then he comes back, and then he's like, good Shodai. <laughs> making this up. What do you want him to be? I want him to be an Ozeki that like gets 10 wins. He is, but I want him to get 10 wins and not every other Every other tournament, he's in, he's Kataban. It's like, is he going to get... But did that for years. He would still be a great Ozeki. Okay, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm like, he can be this kind of Ozeki. I'm totally fine. It makes me nervous. I think I want to see him dominate more. And he has the ability. When he goes forward and he attacks, he looks great. But he sometimes falls back on absorbing the Tachiai, and then he's defense. He's just all defense. And then with the players that are like well matched with him or on par with him, it's a crapshoot. It's just too much ring edge trickery when you're like, I think he can beat people prior to being at the ring's edge trickery. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just want him to bend his knees more. He's, he's up too, too high. high. Yeah. He's up too high. Yeah. It just seems like he's making the work harder for himself. I say this like I'm a real sumo coach. <laughs> but it should just be noted. I don't know a, I don't know a damn thing about sumo. I really don't know what I'm talking about. 
It's like me coaching you, soccer. I'd have no idea what I'm doing. You'd just be like, run. Run. Get the ball. Just get aggressive. Yeah, make the ball go that way. Put it in the goal. Like, it's, it's so simple. How hard is that? Should I? Put your cleats on. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about the two fights that I love then? The Miracle of Miracle. That was yeah. Hakaho versus Takanosha. Or... or- Teta Nefuji versus Daesha. Which miracle of miracles? Because they were both They were miracles. both miracles of miracles. Oh my gosh. Daesha almost had Teta Nefuji at the edge. <sighs> and he needed it because Daesha was not having a good Basha so no, far. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, but I have to set this up because Daesha, again, is like, if you look at their history between the two, Daesha had won the last two times they had met. He was another one of those kryptonite potentials for Terra Fuji. Um, and he went in really fast and really hard. And he got that uh, grip on Terra Fuji's neck that it just seems so impossible to get away from. But Terra Fuji turned and he broke that attack. And then he sort of like spun around, as I recall. And then Terra Fuji attempted a pull down. And so as he was going backwards for this pull down, Daesha went in for the kill and the like the entire audience gasped. They were like, oh, yeah, Terunofuji is going out. Like, and somehow he did this little hip. I'm really into hips and sumo wrestlers. I talk about them all the time. But he did this little hip thing to the left. And Daesho sort of like spun on one leg without going out. It was like a pirouette, right? Kind no? of. Yeah, he kind of turned. And then Terunofuji skipped Daesho. It was seriously like, skip to my darling. Skip across the doyo. And then Daesho was out. Out. It was a tough win. It was officially a Yorikiri win, but it was, oh, Terano Fuji knew that it was close. You could see it on his face. And Daesho knew that it was close. You could see it on his face. It was just one of those matches right at the edge where I was like, oh, he got really lucky. He did. And I'm really glad. But my then, notes, my notes yeah. were, I don't know how he didn't lose that. Uh, right. Yes. Because everything up to that point was all Daesho. Yes. Like he was being manhandled by Daesho. It was very nerve wracking to watch. It was, well, I wouldn't say it was a manhandle, but no. it seemed like more manhandling than he usually gets. Yes. I mean, if you're in that situation, you're trying to get out. He almost made a huge mistake in that pull down, but he had enough strength to stop going out on the edge. But it was really, really close. It was a close one. And then you take that one. Oh, do you want to talk about this Hakaho one or do you want me to? No, you can talk about it. Okay. Hakaho, who I am just absolutely loving watching he is he is just my well all, if you think about it we've all been waiting a whole man. year for this oh yes and he is giving us the whole show the, uh, he's the giving us everything Hakaho show everything even even though he's being very careful in a sumo very careful and very smart hakaho had Takanosho so off kilter in the beginning of this match. He was slapping poor ta- your poor cuddle partner. He was slapping him right and left and forward and backward. And they were kind of all over the place. But Takanosho hung in there. And at one point, through all this, Hagaho sort of like skipped in for the kill. But Takanosho had stepped to the side. And so Takanosho ended up behind Hagaho, right at the edge of the ring. Hagaho facing out. And yeah. at with anyone else, anyone else, that would have been sudden death. It would have been like, no, you're gone. You're out. But somehow, somehow, he still, Hako still managed to turn around and move backwards and throw Takanosha to the dirt before flying out of the ring. As he's flying out backwards, it was so crazy. He had he just put his hand on the back of Takanosha's head and armpit and threw him down balls on the way out. I was just, everybody knew it was like, 
It oh was my witchcraft. God. It was really witchcraft. Yes. I mean, I know it was a Tsukiyotoshi thrust down, but it was witchcraft. Yes. I, what I remember about it, though, is that another one where I was nervous, like Hakaho was on the ropes and there was no way to return. But yet he somehow did. He rose from the ashes. <laughs> and I also think a split second at the end, Takanosha was so excited about finishing him off, yeah. knowing what that moment in time was. Is yeah. I'm a, I have him in the most vulnerable spot. Yes. The Yokozuna, the greatest of all time. And he got so excited. He got himself flung like he was just a little bit too far forward with that final i mean you saw how he flung himself out of the ring but with that extra momentum and that excitement of having him on the ropes it must have seemed to takanosha like here is the moment (laughs) and then the realization (laughs) how did he make a deal with the devil to stay in the ring and here i am out like how did that happen how did it slip through my fingers i mean hako defied gravity it at was the ring edge. So, uh, I was amazed. And, and not only that, but we On got the Hakaho. I know. We got the Hakaho strut afterwards, too, which He's I been very strutty. adore. Is that a word, strutty? Yes. He's been very, very, very strutty. Catwalk. Like, put that on a catwalk. Like, totally. Put oh, some tight sure. pants on that and a shirt that's, like, open all the way to the belly button. That needs to be on a catwalk. I would hire him for Paris <laughs> in the spring. <laughs> for Fashion Week? Yes. I would absolutely hire him. <laughs> The, he the has go wild. so much flair. Yeah. He, well, he has that, um, what's they call Blue Steel? The gays? What do they call What was that movie, Zoolander, where they talk about oh. the blue? What is it called? The Blue Steel gays? I, I can't know, remember. But he's got it. But he has, he has magic in his eyes. Yes. I would buy any outfit he's wearing. I would too. At any moment. Absolutely. So that was day four. And I have to say by day five, because Takakesho was out, Asano Yama's out, I was, I'm really missing. By day five, I remember really missing having four Ozeki in the game. Like, two Ozeki is great, but I really miss having four. Yeah, well, and also on day five, we lost Endo. He's out for three weeks for yep. uh, injury to the left femoral biceps. <laughs> I don't know where the F that is. That's your hamstring. <laughs> yeah, but why is it a bicep? You have biceps in your legs? Yeah, I guess. Well, that's confusing. I know. Who made up muscles? I... Can I talk to them? <laughs> Who made up muscles? <laughs> I'd like to talk about Daisho versus Wakataka Kage. I seem to be really obsessed with Wakataka Kage. But and he's Daisho. Very excited. I, well, they both excite me. But this slow-mo really was another thing of beauty. I have to agree. This was my fight of the day, too. Yeah. I mean, Daisho was constantly on attack. He comes full steam ahead at the Tachiai towards Wakataka Kage. And Wakataka Kage is moving backwards. And he's still holding on, moving backwards, which is hard to do. He gets, at this moment, a brutal slap to Daesho, and Daesho just kind of blows it off. Wakataka Kage now gets Daesho turned around, and then lickety split, lickety split. Daesho does a pirouette and manages to center himself again, so square, right back on Wakataka Kage. And then he charges like a bull. Not just like a bull, like a bull in heat. (laughs) I just made that up. Like a bull in heat, full steam ahead, and drives Wakataka Kage out of the ring. Wakataka Kage doesn't fight back because he knows he's being pushed so hard and too fast to resist with Daisha's momentum. I don't know. There was something about watching these two extremely powerful, extremely fast guys duke it out. They're very well matched. Yeah. And they both wanted these wins. And that was Daisha's first win of the entire Basho. Yeah. You could see how much he wanted it. 
Yeah. He won. It was a tsukidashi win for Daisho, which is a frontal thrust out. Yeah. I mean, he was just looking at him. He was at ring's edge and he's like, I can't, I can't fight back against this force coming at me. Yeah. Which yeah. was Daisho. Yeah. A very angry bird. Yeah. A very angry bird. <laughs> That's all I got for day five. Well, can I also then talk about how much Ishiura versus Dayamami? I love that fight just because it was fast. You mean Dayamami? Dayamami. <laughs> but I really want to focus on Hakuho and Ichinojo. Just because, sorry, you're just going to have to go with me here. Are we going to talk about every love. single? I mean, no, we're not going to talk about every single Hakuho fight. Actually, we for could. the next few days, I'm I'm not going to talk about him. But here, it was just so good because Ichinojo is so big, okay? Hagaho over and over and over again gets into what looks like trouble and somehow he eludes failure. And I think what got me with this fight was the simplicity of it. Maybe it's because sometimes I watch sumo and I'm like, that happened so fast. I have no idea where the arms went. Like, I have to watch it three or four times before I can figure out who was inside, who was outside, and what kind of throw it was. But this one was so simple to me. Hakaho went right inside and got the belt on a very large man. Ichinojo got a grip on the outside of Hakaho's belt. So it's really simple, chest to chest. Hakaho attempted a throw. Ichinojo didn't budge. No. Didn't even move. <laughs> but I like that Hakaho has the chutzpah to be yeah. like, I'm going to throw this like, dude. Yeah. Didn't work <laughs> <With> though. <one laughs> arm. <laughs> but then he changed tactics. He was like, oh, okay, not going to be able to throw him today. So then he was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get out of the belt grip. So he wiggled those hips the way he does, completely yeah. dislodged Ichinojo's grip. It was textbook wiggling of Ugh. hips. It was, Just let they that did size the slow-mo and they talked about it. I lo- well, because it's so it's amazing. Effective. It's so effective. And it dislodged Ichinojo's grip and it allowed him to move his grip even further inside and further back on Ichinojo's belt. So he did the... He did the hip wiggle, right? which is so good and so effective. I think it got rid of one of Ichinojo's arms. It allowed him yeah, it's to get... Yeah, almost like it flung his arm up, I think. Well, not both of them, though, because he got in arm. deeper. Right. And then Ichinojo still had one arm on Hakaho's belt. And then Hakaho lifted one arm like yeah. out to the side, and that got rid of the other arm on the belt. Yeah, like, hey, get off me. Yeah. And it worked. And then <laughs> Hakaho just put his face into Ichinojo's chest and lifted him straight up and back out. So maybe it was just the simplicity of it and the fact that I could read every single moment that made me go, oh my God, I love that fight. I understood every moment of that. That made perfect sense and it was gorgeous. Yeah. I think one thing that Hakaho does that I don't think anybody else can ever do is the time he spent in the ring to be able to watch his partner mm-hmm. and see what they're doing and diagnose as quickly yeah. as he can to see like what's going to work, what's not going to work. Like he is so watchful. Yeah. And I, I think that's just years and years and years of experience that like literally nobody else can, can come along and do. Nobody yeah. else watches people like he does. And also he has experience with all these people too, remembering either how their bodies feel or what their strengths or their, you know, disadvantages. Yeah. So he's just, he's good. He's very good. I mean, He's very good at Sumo. Yeah. <laughs> He's very, very good. <laughs> day six. Okay, sorry. Let's go to day six. I want to first start out by saying that I really enjoyed when Ross Mihara, he was commentating on the Tamawashi Ishiura about. Yes. And he meant to say shifts and hits, but instead oh, no. he said he shits. Uh, he shifts. <laughs> 
He shifts. He shifts and hits. It was so funny. But I was like, did anybody else just hear Ross Mihara say, and he shits and hits? <laughs> That's something I would totally do. Oh, I enjoyed that. So oh I know God. you're listening, Ross Mihara, but <laughs> I know your word burger. You may be embarrassed about it, but it brought me so much joy to hear somebody on live television say shits. <laughs> and and then we... to hear him cover it up. Yeah, it's like, like, uh... like, we all heard you say shits, dude. It's funny. But can we talk about the day before how Murray was doing such a good job of like telling everyone, oh, Takara Fuji, uh, he, he, who, was he the one that likes natto? No, doesn't like natto. And uh, we learned that Kaisei likes a daily soft drink. Like all these random things that I was like, yes, Murray, I am so on this train. Tell me who else likes to go fishing. I only knew Okino Umi likes to do it. He's but the man of the sea. Miyokido likes to fish? Great. What? See, they're listening to us. They know what we want. Yes. We want more info on the wrestlers. Yes. So if you're listening, NHK, that's what we want. We want to know who drinks tab. Can we talk about Okinomi versus Tobizaru? That's the only one I want to talk about on day seven. Why don't you talk about it then? Oh, oh, you've got more to talk about? No. I just have no idea how that win happened. Because Okinomi had Tobizaru all wrapped up the entire time. Hands on his belt and he worked Tobizaru right to the edge. Okinomi had it. He had it in... It, it was just like, yeah, I would have given... It was like in the back. Yeah. It was like in, in the back. Like, and then, like but then the, he, in Toby the basket. Toby took it out of the back. Yeah. He's so... <laughs> at the edge. Somehow. I have no... I still have no idea how he did it. But but he like scooted out the back of the bag. Instead, somehow yeah. he got Okino Umi's hands off of his belt mid-throw and slid back backwards out of that throw and remained standing in the ring while Okino Umi went flying out of the doyo. I have no idea how it happened, I but mean, it was Okinomi awesome. I had that match until the very last split second. Yeah. And then it was like he went down the slip and slide and left Tobizaru standing there at the yeah. top going, hey, hey, hey. I know. It was an underarm throw <laughs> win for Tobizaru. <laughs> but maybe we should, is it the next day that the, the match, the only match that we really need to talk about ever in the history of time, it's Tobizaru versus, versus the greatest of all time. <laughs> I mean, I do have yes, other matches to talk about, but like, let's just be let's honest. Just, let's okay, just let's go, go straight to the one that counts. Yes. Because it true. I will never, <laughs> my eyes will never forget whatever handsy like game they were patty caking for most of that match. I'll just, my eyes will never forget what I saw. You know what it reminds me of? There is footage of Hakaho versus Takakesho in which they're in a bout and they get separated. And Takakesho had that same like, like kitten oh my God. versus tiger look <laughs> in his eyes. And he's standing far away from Hakaho and they're both just eyeing each other. And Hakaho stands in the middle of the ring and he just does one of those, come here, come on, come yeah, get me. That's what it reminded I me mean, of. Haku just literally twice just stood just, up. He just stood up and just like, I'll just relax until you're ready to fight me. You know what it felt like? It's like how I felt going down the water slide, like the tallest water slide, like the nervousness you have going down at the water park, like yeah. the tallest, scariest water slide. That was like Toby Zadu. Did he look scared to you? Yeah. He just looked rattled and <laughs> just like, I, I guess I have to go down this slide. Because I can't come go down the way I went. It's like, I have to do this thing, but I'd rather not. I mean, and he talked about it. Like, there was a theory behind the way he approached 
this match, which was staying distant because he knew he was going to be toast. Yeah, but it's not tag. It's no, sumo. It is. But he was like, <laughs> I know the second I get any closer than on the other. Like if he was literally on the other side of the doyo. Yeah. He was like, but he can't get my belt over here because I know if he gets my belt, I'm done. <laughs> So, like, there was some rationale there, but then it's like you didn't think through that, like, you were going to have to get close enough to actually fight the greatest of all time. But it just made me think of, like, I guess I got to go ride down this very scary water slide (laughs) because there's no way down other than this route. Do you know what it reminded me of? You know the scene in the Monty Python movie where he's on the top of the wall and he's like, I fart in your general direction. That one. (laughs) Toby Zara's just like, come and get me from over here. You can't get me from over here. But it It just doesn't work. It was so fun though when Hakaho did grab his belt because he just disposed of him like a rag doll. And then it was just so embarrassing for Toby Zaru, who was like, I had a a plan. It's like, just I don't know if it was work. a good plan. It was just, hey, you just did patty cake from most of that until he just got tired and just grabbed your belt and put you on the dirt. You know what, though? It must be terrifying to line up in that ring across from Hakaho. Well, he, I was trying to think, has he ever he's has he ever fought? No, that was the first time meeting, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Well, then when you have... Like, same with Koto Echo. The, was it the next yeah, day? Yeah, I mean, poor Koto first Echo time looked meeting. the same. They yeah. all look like they just, they must have had diarrhea and, and all Chio, day long. Chio just Tairu, nervous they all di- <laughs> diarrhea. Wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, I can't I just, believe I have yeah, to Yeah, I'd just this. be like, I just don't hurt me. Just don't hurt me. That's all. That's all. You just know You just know when you wake up in the morning, it's like, today's the day I lose. <laughs> They all look like today is the day I'm going to lose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Let's move on to day eight. But know that there were some other fabulous matches on day seven. Yes. Day eight, I only have one thing to talk about. And really? that's that Mitakeyumi versus Takayasu, which was an hour and 20 minutes, it felt like. But it was really <laughs> one minute, 20 seconds. It was the longest bout, but it was interesting because Takayasu going up against Mitakeyumi, I mean, he's an incredible wrestler. It's not like this is going to be an easy walk in the park for him. Yeah. But he did. He just waited. He waited it out all throughout the one day and 20 hours, uh, however long it was. It was long. But he just decided to wait it out to Mitakeyumi was tired, really. Mm-hmm. And he advanced Mitakeyumi backwards and exactly when he felt him him like kind of lose his steam. And then Mitakeyumi was so tuckered, like poor pumpkin was so tuckered out that he was just like, no, no, no I give up. I'll step out. <laughs> but it was interesting to see him of all people tire going up against Takiyasu, which made me think Takiyasu kind of like, what is that kinetic? What is the energy when you push on something? But like it's the exercise where you push on something. It's not aerobic. It's anaerobic um, where you're pushing on something really hard. Did I just say anaerobic or kinetic and I was um, right or I was wrong? No, no, I'm having a brain fart. I just can't remember. Well, whatever. Well, anyway, isometric. Yes, isometric. So that constant force even mm-hmm. though he's not like pummeling Mitakeyumi or Tsupati or Notowa attack like yeah. just that constant brutal full force coming at you must be so exhausting oh and that must God, have yeah. been why he was because it looked like they were stalling out but in those moments of stalling out there must just be incredible power between these two men's oh, just yeah. just force against force you know which fight I really enjoyed on day eight was Kotonowaka versus Chiano'o mainly because from the first camera angle that they showed it from 
it looked like Chionoo went down first. There was this beautiful throw right at the end, and it looked like Kota Nawaka had won it clearly. And remember, at this point on day eight, let's see, Hakaho and Terunofuji were seven and zero. Oh, Kota Nawaka is six one, so he's in third place or second place with. Anyway, he's he's close behind. So it looked like he was staying right up there in the leaderboard, but there was a Manoe, and from another camera angle, it showed very clearly that Kotonawaka's hand unfortunately went down first as they were both flying mm. out. If, it, if he had kept his hand off the floor, he would have won, but he put the hand down first. So it was a reversal of a win, and unfortunately, it took Kotonawaka out of the top three spots, put him one behind the pace. But I loved it for that reason, because reversals are pretty unusual yeah. in the sumo world. It's pretty exciting to me when that happens. I know. And I really am missing the disembowelment. The disembowelment? When the Gyoji makes a call oh. and it's reversed, he's supposed to... Yeah, if only they did that. Sapuku himself. Oh. I know. It would make for great TV, but he didn't. And I was very disappointed that there was no disembowelment. But we had our first two Kachikoshis on day eight, and they were the two people that we all expected. That's right. And you got those on your bingo card. Good for you. Yeah. It felt so good. So right. Day nine. Day nine. Can I just say, Ichi Yamamoto is having a very great start in Makauchi. Yes, yes, he wins against Chiyomaru, but um, it should just be noted. He He did have to work really hard for that one. Yeah. But he's kind of like Abi Light. And Abi, by the way, he'd had a loss in there, but he's been crushing it. Has he? Yeah. He just, everyone's kind of thinking he looks a little grumpy and dour, but. You know, honestly, I have not watched one bit of Jurio this time, only because I am going to stay on the Hakaho love train this entire time. And I don't want anyone (laughs) to disturb me off that train because this might be the last Hakaho love train. Yeah. So I'm staying right with that and only that. But it should be noted. I mean, Abby's back. He's doing good. And uh, I hope we see him again. Very oh, I'm soon. sure we will. Up, I mean, we will, but yeah. like how soon we'll see him up in Makauchi. It'll be great to have him back. Well, and can I say that Ichi Yamamoto win? He won yeah. using the belly bump, Whoa. which was really cool because a guy of his size and stature, I have not seen. Like, that's not one that Abi does often, um, but it was really cool after a really long pause, chest to chest with Chiyomaru, who did the belly bounce. Good I was for really you, impressed Ichi by Yamamoto. That. Yeah. What about Ishiura pulling that beautiful, gorgeous Karaskachi against Kagayaki? That was lovely. Or Ka- Kagayaki was like, well, 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 yeah. what happened? What happened? Or <laughs> Teretsuyoshi versus Tokushoryu when he got in there quickly and then tripped this giant mountain of Tokushoryu yeah. backwards. It was like watching a huge giant fall. I mean, yeah. there were some gorgeous throws on And Dayline. some gorgeous falls, like some yeah. real good like blooper reel falls yeah yeah mitaki yumi versus kotoeka was interesting because it looked like i don't know if you remember this but the tachiai was so powerful from mitaki yumi that it literally oh yeah just bounced. no answer there was no answer nobody yeah. was home but and i almost thought for a second did kotoeka feel like this was a mata like were they aligned whatever the case was he no <laughs> he i think when it was so powerful <laughs> no he that- just was like hit the back Exit yeah, but that might have that might have been the Hakaho effect because he met Hakaho the day before, and remember that was the one where he disposed of Koto Echo really fast and then landed on the judge and practically <laughs> threw that poor guy's <laughs> shoulder out of socket. He was on the ground like I know he was pain. like I'm hurt. I was like you used to be a wrestler. <laughs> Buck up. You're fine. So he might have just been <laughs> reeling from that experience the day before. But see, one fight really stood out for me on day nine, and that was Hoshoryu versus Wakataka Kage. Yeah, that was exciting because yeah. they're very their their bodies are great against each other. And yeah. 
What I love about Hoshoryu is his new red mawashi. Well, that, but his legwork, I mean, he's got great legs, got great pins. No, but his legwork is amazing, and so is Wakataka Kage's. And so they each tried to keep the other unbalanced with the lower half of their bodies. Working. Yeah. I liked this one because Wakataka Kage is ranked higher in the Bonzuke. Um, but he's having a really tough time yeah. in Sanyaku. He's having tougher than usual time. Um, and Wakataka Kage had beaten Hoshoryu, if I recall, every other time that they've met mm. in the top division. Hoshoryu has been, he, he's getting better and better and better. Well, he's just on a hot roll right yeah. now. Anyway, he came out guns a-blazing with a huge hit at that Tachiai against Wakataka Kage. And he pulled... Hoshoryu pulled the most gorgeous shitatanage throw. Um, it's like he spun and threw at the same time, and Wakataka Kage just went along with it. It was like, there's yeah. no choice. I have nothing to say. So, you know, the guy with the lower rank, who's physically pretty similar, takes out the guy who's having a rough time at a higher rank. There's something about it that it, it just seemed like a statement of all statements. Like Hoshoryu saying, I could be there. Yeah. And I plan on being there. Uh, and he will be there. Yeah. I really do believe that. He's been looking great. What about Aura versus Takara Fuji on day nine? <laughs> well, Takara Fuji with his slow, patient, I'm just going to stand there and absorb dad. type of sumo. Yeah. yeah. Patient dad. And Aura with his fast, I'm going to move around until I get some sort of opening type of sumo. It was just really fun. It was just really fun because Takara Fuji just stood and Ora moved back, escaped to the side. Ta essentially, what happened is Takara Fuji, it looked like he just fell flat. Like Ora was pushing on him from the front. I'm going to push, I'm going to push, I'm going to do that isometric pushing. And then I'm just going to step to the side and you're going to topple. And that's exactly what happened. It was cool to see those two different brands of sumo meet and see what happens. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I love watching Hakuho and Terunofuji after day nine, they're both completely undefeated, which means both of them could reach double digits, 10 and 0, potentially, yeah. which is, oh my God, yeah. so awesome. They're two ahead of two other wrestlers that are at seven and two. That's Kota Nawaka and Ichiyamamoto, two Crazy. guys I didn't expect to be there. I mean, I just, I think everybody, everybody has this image in their mind last day. Taranofuji versus Hakaho, both undefeated. I mean, would that not be the most amazing thing? That's what they're trying to give us. Yeah. I, I think they'll try to give us that. All right, then. With that image in mind. That is our style of sumo here at Sumo Kaboom. That's right. Thank you for listening. Yeah, and uh, we'll be playing sumo bingo, kachikochi bingo with you this week. So play along. Send us your bingo cards the and your bingo. The second you get that bingo, yeah. let us know. Because Email there are lots us, of people playing. Tag us, uh, show us your card on social media, and send us an email. So we'll see you later. All right. Sayonara. Bye. Bye.